With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seven days a week. 24 hours a day. Live. You laugh when you made me cry. It was a joke, such a joke. Oh, gee. But now. I'm laughing while you are crying. Now the joke's not on me. Well, maybe it is and maybe it isn't. Good evening, everybody. And welcome to our April Fool's edition of Old Time Rock and Roll. I'm your host, I think, Lee Douglas. And tonight's show, you are going to hear the most Foolish, nonsensical records ever produced. Some of them are made funny. Some of them just are funny. But tonight, it's all about humor, novelty songs, and April Fool's. All right, we're going to start off tonight with something by a guy by the name of Arthur Godfrey. Now, Arthur Godfrey, as you may or may not know, depending on your age, was the personality in the late 1940s, early 1950s on radio and television. He starred in one of the more popular shows similar to Talent Scouts or what would be today American Idol. It was called Arthur Godfrey's Talent Scouts. And one of his big faux pas is the word we goes, although uh, they made fun of a lot of things that Godfrey did back in those days, was to say that Elvis Presley wasn't good enough to be on that show. So uh, he was denied access to try out for that show. Interesting. But, of course, everybody makes a mistake. He made quite a lot of them, as you'll hear. This first song, this was a hit back in 1954. And I have to tell you that a lot of the songs that I'm going to play tonight are here only because they're on old-time rock and roll and we're on a podcast. And nobody is going to sit there and say, well, take him off the air, throw him off. He's being insensitive to this group and that group. Well, tonight we're equal opportunity (laughs) insensitivity people. We're going to play songs that probably would not go over well in uh, 2016. So, (laughs) but they did go over very well in. 1954. Here's Arthur Godfrey and the Too Fat Polka. Here's a silly ditty. You can sing it right away. Now here is what you say. So sing it while you may. Here's a silly jingle. You can sing it night or noon. Here's the words. That's all you need. Cause I just sang the tune. Oh, I don't want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. I don't want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat. She's too fat. She's too fat for me. I get dizzy. 
I get numbo when I'm dancing with my jum jum jumbo. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. <laughs> She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat. She's too fat. She's too fat for me. She prance up a hill. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can she dance a quadrille? No, 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 no. Does she fit in your coupe? By herself, she's a group. Could she possibly sit upon your knee? No, no, no. She's too fat for me. And she's too fat for me. But she's just right for me. <laughs> We don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. Yeah, she's too fat, much too fat. But she's just right for me. She's so charming and she's so winning. <laughs> But it's alarming when she goes in swimming. We don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. <laughs> she's too fat for me. But she's just right for me. So I sure want her, you can't have her. She's just right for me. <laughs> But she's too fat. But she's not too fat. She's just right for me. <laughs> She's a twosome, she's a foursome. If she'd lose some, I would like her more. Some I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. <laughs> She's too fat for me. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat, much too fat. She's too fat for me. Hey! Back in the 1960s, there were songs of all kinds. Uh, a lot of protest songs. And even sometimes protest songs were funny, even though they may not, uh, were, was not necessarily supposed to be funny, but they were. And there was a fellow on a show called That Was the Week That Was by the name of Tom Lehrer. Uh, Tom really was an equal opportunity, ins I can't even say the words, insulter, because he really insulted everybody. He didn't care who you were. And uh, he insulted the Vatican. He insulted Uh, the president, he insulted the soldier, he insulted everybody. It didn't matter to him. And we're going to start with one right now. This one is, um, I guess, another one of those Vietnamese protest songs. Uh, it was called, It Makes a Fellow Proud to Be a Soldier. I have only comparatively recently emerged from the United States Army, so that I am now, of course, in the radioactive reserve. <laughs> And the usual jokes about the Army aside, one of the many fine things one has to admit is the way that the Army has carried the American democratic ideal to its logical conclusion in the sense that not only do they prohibit discrimination on the grounds of race, creed, and color, but also on the grounds of ability. <laughs> Be that as it may, some of you may recall the publicity a few years ago attendant upon the Army's search for an official Army song. 
to be the counterpart of the Navy's Anchors Away and the Air Force's Up in the Air Junior Birdman and so on. <laughs> I, uh, I was in basic training at the time, and I recall our platoon sergeant, who was an unfrocked Marine. <laughs> Actually, the change of service had come as quite a blow to him because it meant that he had to memorize a new serial number, which took up most of his time. <laughs> At any rate, I recall this sergeant's informing me and my roommates of, uh, <laughs> of this rather deplorable fact that the Army didn't have any official, excuse me, didn't have no official song. <laughs> and uh, suggested suggested that we work on this in our copious free time. Well, I submitted the following song, which is called It Makes a Fellow Proud to Be a Soldier, which I think demonstrates the proper spirit, you'll agree. However, the fact that it did not win the contest, I can ascribe only to blatant favoritism on the part of the judges. Of every man in our platoon must swell with pride For the nation's youth, the cream of which is marching at his side For the fascinating rules and regulations that we share And the quaint and curious costumes that we're called upon to wear Now Al joined up to do his part, defending you and me he wants to fight and bleed and kill and die for liberty. With the hell of war, he's come to grips, policing up the filter tips. It makes a fella proud to be a soldier. When Pete was only in the seventh grade, he stabbed a cop. He's real RA material, and he was glad to swap his switchblade and his old zip gun for a bayonet and a new M1. It makes a fella proud to be a soldier. After Johnny got through basic training, he was a soldier through and through when he was done. Its effects were so well-rooted that the next day he saluted a good humor man, an usher, and a nun. an intellectual, brings a book to every meal. He likes the deep philosophers, like Norman Vincent Peale. He thinks the army's just the thing because he finds it broadening. It makes a fella proud to be a soldier. Now Ed flunked out of second grade and never finished school. He doesn't know a shelter half from an entrenching tool, but he's going to be a big success. He heads his class at OCS. It makes a fella proud to be a soldier. Our old mess sergeant's taste buds have been shot off in the war, but his savory collations add to our esprit de corps. To think of all the marvelous ways they're using plastics nowadays, it makes a fella proud to be a soldier. Our lieutenant is the up-and-coming type Played with soldiers as a boy, you just can bet It is written in the stars He will get his captain's bars But he hasn't got enough box tops yet 
Our captain has a handicap to cope with, sad to tell. He's from Georgia, and he doesn't speak the language very well. He used to be, so rumor has, the dean of men at Alcatraz. It makes a fella proud to be what as a kid I vowed to be. What luck to be allowed to be a soldier. Better come home, Speedy Gonzales, away from Tannery Road. Stop all of your drinking with that loose name flow. Come on home to your adobe and slap some mud on the wall. The roof is leaking like a strainer. There's loads of roaches in the hall. Speedy Gonzales. Speedy Gonzalez, how come you leave me all alone? Hey, Rosita, I have to go driving downtown for my mother. She needs some tortillas and chili peppers. Your dog is gonna have a puppy, and we're running out of coke. Enchiladas in the icebox And the television's broke I saw some lipstick on your sweatshirt I smelled some perfume in your ear Well, if you're gonna keep on messing Don't bring your business back here mm, Speedy Gonzalez Why don't you come home? Well, Speedy Gonzalez me all alone. Hey, Rosita, come quick. Down at the cantina, they're giving green stamps with tequila. For those of you who don't remember, Pat Boone, Speedy Gonzalez. It didn't matter sometimes whether the song was rhythm and blues, pop, country. It just didn't matter when it was Coming to novelty songs, here's one that you may never heard before. It's by the Buchanan Brothers. It's called When You See Those Flying Saucers. You better pray to the Lord when you see those flying saucers. It may be the coming of the judgment day. It's a sign there's no doubt of the trouble that start to pray. They're a terrifying sight as they fly on day and night. It's a warning that we'd better mend our way. You better pray to the Lord when you see those flying saucers. It may be the coming of the judgment day.
people think the saucers might be someone's foolish dream. Or maybe they were sent down here from Mars. If you just stop and think, you'd realize just what it means. They're more than atom bombs or falling stars. And though the war may be true, there's unrest and trouble brewing. And those flying saucers may be just a sign that if peace doesn't come, it will be the end of some. So repent today, we're running out of time. When you see a saucer fly like a comet through the sky, you should realize the price you'll have to pay. You'd better pray to the Lord when you see those flying saucers. It may be the coming of the judgment day. When I was just, I guess I'm thinking seven or eight years old, I heard this record and I loved it. And I went out and I got my father to buy it for me and I played it all the time. Then one day we were walking down King's Highway in Brooklyn, passing the Avalon Theater. To those of you who are Brooklyn born, you might remember that. And it said in big letters, the thing. Now, these are not the days of ratings of films. So I said to Dad, oh, my goodness, it's the story of the song that I play all the time. Let's go in and see it. And my father, being a very accommodating fellow, said, sure, let's go in. Well, it wasn't really anything like the record. In fact, for a seven or eight-year-old, I spent most of my time in the bathroom. Uh, and my father came to look for me. He says, what's the matter? He says, I said, this is not what I thought it was. This thing is scary. Well, how things have changed over the last 60 some odd years. Wow. This is Phil Harris and the thing. And you know what the movie was. Walking down the beach one bright and sunny day I saw a great big wooden box a-floating in the bay I pulled it in and opened it up and much to my surprise Ooh, I discovered a right before my eyes Ooh, I discovered a right before my eyes I picked it up and ran to town as happy as a king I took it to a guy I knew who'd buy most anything But this is what he hollered at me as I walked in his shop Ooh, get out of here with that before I call a cop, ooh, get out of here with that. Before I call a cop, I turned around and got right out of running for my life. And then I took it home with me to give it to my wife. But this is what she hollered at me as I walked in the door. Oh, get out of here with that. And don't come back no more. Oh, get out of here with that. And don't come back no more. I wandered all around the town until I chanced to meet A hobo who was looking for a hand out on the street He said he'd take most any old thing, he was a desperate man But when I showed him the 
he turned around and ran. Oh, when I showed him, he turned around and ran. I wandered on for many years, a victim of my fate, until one day I came upon St. Peter at the gate. And when I tried to take it inside, he told me where to go. Get out of here with that and take it down below. Oh, get out of here with that and take it down below. The moral of the story is if you're out on the beach, and you should see a great big box and it's within your reach. Don't ever stop and open it up. That's my advice to you. Cause you'll never get rid of them. No matter what you do. Oh, you'll never get rid of them. No matter what you do. Of course, in 2016, The Thing from Another World starring Kenneth Toby and a young James Arness as the monster is one of my favorite all-time movies. There was one man that the fact that he hated rock and roll thought it was insidious and destructive and everything else and made fun of it all the time, nevertheless was one of the true comedic geniuses of the 20th century, Stan Freeberg. Now this, here's a story about the Rock Island Line. Now the Rock Island Line, she run down in New Orleans. And just outside of New Orleans, there's a big toll gate. Hey, and all me. the trains... Pardon me, just a moment. Uh, pardon to- me? Yeah? Are you going to sing the song well, or read it or what? Well, I'm going to sing it, but first I always tell a little of the story behind the Rock Island Line. Sort uh-huh. of sketch in a little bit of background, as it were. You are going to oh, sing, yeah, though. I, in just a second. I, I get to it. Well, let's get to it, then, huh? Okay, and all the trains that go to the toll gate, why, they, they got to pay the man some money. But, of course, if you've got certain things on board, you're okay. You don't have to pay the man out. I mean, you're okay. You're okay with him. I mean, you All right, let's step I mean, right along here. Yeah, let's it. snap it up. Okay. Now, just now we see a train. She's coming down the line. And when she comes up to the toll gate, the driver, he shot down at the man. He said, I got pigs. I got horses. I got cows. Look, you can I skip got... all of that. You know, let me name all the animals. Yes, I know, but we don't need that. Let me that. get to the sheep. Well, that doesn't make any difference. Well, it makes a difference to the sheep. Uh, yes, I know, but let's get the train I rhythm mean, going uh... here. Never mind the sheep. Okay, after the driver, you see, I got all livestock. I got all livestock. I got all livestock. Good man, say, well, you're all right, boy. You go around through. You have to pay me nothing. I mean, you know. Uh, look, okay. fella, uh, fella. I didn't mention look, the look, sheep. I know, but let's skip the recitation, huh? Okay, but... Uh, let's get to the meat of okay, it. Okay, I've come to the best part now. What a driver fool him. He fool him? Yeah, I say, I fooled you. I fooled you. Well, look, let's, let's just sing the song. Well, you know, let me get to the pig iron part. Just That's the payoff the song, the, uh, huh? I think you ought to let me tell how the... I fooled the toll gate man with a pig iron. Will you just sing the song, I get please? Big, big reaction to it in clubs, and a lot of people waiting to see how the story. Will you just come out. sing the song? Well, you're gonna disappoint them. That's all. I'll take the chance. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna rock a little line. Here's the mighty good road. I'm gonna rock a. You sure you didn't want the pig iron part? Uh, forget it. Will you forget it? Okay. Little line. Here's a line. You're right. I'm gonna rock a little line. Here's a mighty good road. When if you want to ride it, got to ride it like you find it. Got to take it at Satan for the rock a little line. Look, mumbles. Hey, Mumbles, what is this? Get your chicken oh, at the station? Ticker. Get your ticket at the station. Oh, get your ticket Gee, at was, the station. Uh, try not to interrupt me, huh? A, B, C, W, X, Y, Z. The cats in the cupboard, but they don't see me. Hey, now, wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Another rock on Wait, 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 a, wait a minute. The A, B, C, W, X, Y, Z with the cats in the cupboard. I, 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 I don't know. What does the A, B, C got to do with the cats in the cupboard? I well, what's it uh, got to 
do with it. I know. Is it a social significance of some kind? It's just a difference of something. Traditional lyric. It's a it's it's a traditional lyric. Yeah. Well, thanks very much. That'll be fine. I got one more course. One more. Is that it? That's the end. Yeah, that's it. I hope I just hope it sells without the pig iron well, part. Well, forget about all. the pig yeah, iron well, part. I'm just I, trying I to sketch in a little background. Mm, that's yes, all. Yes, you know. I know. Sketch in the background. You're gonna you're gonna release the record? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Coming to you once again from the beautiful Aragon Ballroom on Lick Pier at the beautiful Santa Monica Beach, California. We've been getting lots of cards and letters from you folks out there in the television land. And we surely do thank you for, uh, for, uh, for all the cards and the letters uh, from you folks uh, out there in the television land. Um, uh, starting us off tonight is our trio, the Lemon Sisters. And girls, uh, what are you going to sing? We're going to sing, Thank you for all those cards and letters, you folks out there in television land. Lant. Lant. And appropriate the number, uh, one and two and... Bubble machine. Turn off just a moment. I'm sorry. Hold it just a moment, please. Um, turn off the bubble machine. Please turn off the bubble. Uh, thank you, Lemon Sisters, for that lovely number. A wonderful, a wonderful. And now on the with the show. Here's that man with the deep, deep voice, Larry Looper. Uh, Larry, what are you going to sing for us, Larry? I'm going to sing thank you for all those cards and letters you I'm sorry to... that number has been taken. Well, I'll sing the funny old hills then. Good. Come on, hand the two, hand the... Uh... Hold it just a moment. Uh, the bubbles don't come till the end of the program. Uh, turn off the bubbles. Um... Uh, thank you, Larry... Thank you, Larry Looper, for that wonderful number. And now I would like to play a short instrumental medley based on the names of girls. One, and two, and... No. No, that's not it. From the brass section, a stony stone dwell to sing, please. Please. 
What is the matter with that machine? Here, hit it with your horn. Hit it. Here, stick your mouthpiece in it there. A waterfall, a waterfall. And now on with the show. Here's our champagne lady, Alice Lean. Alice is going to sing Moonlight and the Shadows. One and two and... Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in 25 years, my puffing finger is caught in my cheek. Will you give me a hand there, Alice? Here, pull my arm. No, the, the other arm. Just pull it. Pull it. That's it. Somebody stop the bubble machine. The whole ballroom is lathering up with bubbles. And now I can't see the cameras. Here, let me set the accordion down on the stage. And I'll try and fix that. Bear with us, folks. Just a moment, please. Gee, the time is running out, and we haven't even played the polka. Wait a minute, boys. I didn't mean... Hold it, Alice. Don't polka on my accordion. Gee, Dad, it was a Wurlitzer. Hit the theme, boys. And so it's good night from all the champagne. Where's the cameras? There's so many bubbles I can't. And so, friends, we help. The whole ballroom is shoving off the sea. Sure is a clear night, ain't it, Captain? Yep, matey. These are the kind of nights when the sea plays tricks on you. Yeah, I recollect one night off Singapore. Tricks, I say. Like that mirage off the port bow now. What? See it there? Kind of bubbly looking in the moonlight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gee, if I didn't know better, I'd say it looks like the Aragon Ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's a catchy chant you're humming there, Captain. What is it? Oh, I don't know. It just keeps running through my head. <laughs> Let's go below and catch a little shut-eye. Okay. Help. Help. Wanna fall, wanna fall. Turn off the bubble machine. Help. Entertainment word has it that after this was produced, Lawrence Welk never spoke to Stan Freeberg again. Wonderful, wonderful. 
The Fool's up next, Psycho Chicken. Sanders' job is getting me down A crazy chicken chasing me all over town Psycho chicken Midwest in the 1960s, there was something called the American Wrestling Association. It was run by a man by the name Vern Gagne, who was one of the better technical wrestlers uh, in the world at that time. And uh, he he formed his own wrestling organization way back in the in the late 1950s, all the way through the 60s and 70s. And one of his most famous uh, opponents was a guy by the name of Crusher Lazowski. Now, Crusher was just that. He would sit there and drink beer and beat up people. And, uh, it was, it was quite a hit back in those days as, as it would be, I'm sure, today, because <laughs> that seems to be the way wrestling is going, although 
we don't necessarily have to like it that way. They Somebody came up in the Minnesota Upper Midwest area where they were more prevalent with a song called Do the Crusher. And uh, we're just going to play it right now because the Novas, the Crusher. of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes Attack of the Killer Tomatoes They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch and finish you off for dinner or lunch. They're marching down the halls They're crawling up the walls Gushy, squishy, mossy, rotten to the core They're standing outside your door While taking out his garbage He turned around and he did see Tomatoes hiding in his tree Now he's just a memory I know I'm going to miss her A tomato ate my sister Sacrifice 
Sacramento fell today. They're marching into San Jose. The Matos are on their way. The mayor is on vacation. The governor's for the nation. The police have gone on strike today. The National Guard has run away. The Matos will have their day. Killer tomatoes. They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch, and finish you off for dinner or lunch. Lunch, lunch, dinner or lunch, 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 dinner or lunch. Tom Lehrer graces us once again. This one, so long, mom. I'm off to drop the bomb. A song for World War III. This year we've been celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Civil War and the 50th anniversary of the beginning of World War I and the 20th anniversary of the end of World War II. So all in all, it's been a good year for the war buffs. <laughs> and a number of LPs and television specials have come out capitalizing on all this nostalgia with, with particular emphasis on the songs of the various wars. I feel that if any songs are going to come out of World War III, we better start writing them now. <laughs> I have one here. <laughs> you might call it a bit of pre-nostalgia. This is the song that some of the boys sang as they went bravely off to World War III. So long, Mom, I'm off to drop the bomb, so don't wait up for me. But while you swelter down there in your shelter, you can see me on your TV. While we're attacking frontally, watch Brinkley and Huntley, describing contrapuntally the cities we have lost. No need for you to miss a minute of the agonizing Holocaust. Yeah! Jones, he was a U.S. pilot, and no shrinking violet, was he? He was mighty proud when World War III was declared. He wasn't scared, no siree. And this is what he said on his way to Armageddon. So long, Mom, I'm off to drop the bomb, so don't wait up for me. But though I may roam, I'll come back to my home, although it may be a pile of debris. Remember, Mommy, I'm off to get a commie, so send me a salami and try to smile somehow. I'll look for you when the war is over, an hour and a half from now. As I remarked before, today people have a very, very low tolerance to insults of any kind. You're not blind, you're visually challenged. You're not deaf, you're audibly challenged. You're not short, you're, I guess, heightenedly challenged. <laughs> anyway, it's not that way with Randy Newman. Here's the very classic, short people.
That guy.
goes with the Randells, the Martian Bop. Kind of a cute song. Here's David Seville and the Chipmunks. Alvin's Harmonica. Alvin, put that harmonica down. Why? Because we're going to sing, that's why. Not again. Never mind. Now look, fellas, this is a pretty song, so let's try not to goof it up. Are you ready, Simon? Sure, let's go. All set, Theodore? Hot dog, you bet. Are you ready, Alvin? Ready, Alvin? Alvin! Oh, yes! We sure like girls, all kinds of girls, from Annie to Veronica. We like them small or fat or tall. I wanna play my harmonica. Now cut that out. down and sing. Sometimes there are songs that really are just normal without <laughs> without being really funny, but they are. You know, it's, it's kind of a fine line. We're going to do a couple of them tonight. This one is by Bob Lumen. Let's think about living. In every other song that I've heard lately, some fellow gets shot And his baby and his best friend both die with him As likely as not In half of the other songs some cats cry Are ready to die We've lost most all of our happy people And I'm wondering why Let's think about living Let's think about loving Let's think about the hooping and the hopping And the bopping and the loving, loving, dubbing Forget about the whine and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. We lost 
just old Marty Robbins down in El Paso a little while back. And now Miss Patty Page, or one of them, is a wearing black. And Kathy's clown has Don and Phil where they feel like a they could die. If we keep on losing our slingers like that, I'll be the only one you can buy. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the lovey, lovey, dovey. Let's forget about the whining and the crying and the shooting and the dying and the fellow with the switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the lovey, lovey, dovey. Let's forget about the whining and the crying and the shooting and the dying and the fellow with the switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. Let's think about living. Like I said, would anybody put up with it today? I don't know. Julie Brown, because I'm a blonde. most famous albums of the 1960s and early 70s was the series called You Don't Have to Be Jewish. The Ballad of Irving. The Ballad of Irving. He was short and fat and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. (laughs) 
He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird, because he was yellow, too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big short Irving. Big short fat Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. He came from the old bar mitzvah spread with a 10-gallon yarmulke on his head. He always followed his mother's wishes. Even on the range, he used two sets of dishes. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sissy Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. A hundred and forty-one could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for one forty-three. Walked in a saw saloon like a man insane and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sport Irving. The hundred and forty-second fastest gun in the West. One day, Bad Max happened in the town. His aim was to shoot Fat Irving down. Bad Max said, draw and draw right now. And Irving drew, drew a picture of a cow. Irving. Big Fat Irving. Big Gunfighter Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. The James voice was coming on a train at first sun and the town said, Irving, we need your gun. Well, that train pulled in at the break of dawn. Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big help Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Well, finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the Frontier Deli. He was sitting there twirling his gun around, and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big dum-dum Irving. Big dum-dum dead Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. In 1967, 68, and so on, I don't think anybody realized exactly how popular Star Trek was. However, those in the know, in the entertainment business, had some idea of the popularity because Peter Ferrara and Bobby Pickett put out this one called Star Trek. Based. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Booby Prize. Its five-year mission? To sell t-shirts, toy phasers, plastic communicators, and anything else we can think of. To seek out new life in old plots and complications. 
to boldly go where everyone has gone before. Star Trek. Captain's Log, Stardate 6935.2. We are in orbit around the planet Schwartz. Engineering the Captain Jerk. Engineering the Captain Jerk. Jerk here, what is it, Snotty? Captain, the warp drive engines are generating excess antimatter. The pods are overloading now. If it continues at this rate, how can it be responsible for the safety of the ship? I want answers, mister. Well, I tried shoving a wiener in the warp drive, but it didn't do a bit of good. By the by, would you have a wee bit of mustard up on the bridge? Mr. Schlock? No mustard, Captain. Analysis, Schlock? It would appear that Lieutenant Snot is about to eat Wiener without mustard. As always, your logic is impeccable, Mr. Schlock. Dr. McGoy? I'm a doctor, not a scriptwriter! Sensors, Mr. Schlock? Computer data coming in now. It's exactly what we need, Jim. A colossal negative space turkey of infinite power coming right at us at warp factor 11. Commence evasive action, Mr. Lulu? Yes, Captain Jack. Evasive action's ineffective, Captain. The turkey is turning with us and closing rapidly. Estimated time of impact? Approximately 16.24 seconds, Captain. Uh, Then again, I could be a little off. Greetings, Mr. Schlock. Off the scale, Captain. I have not encountered this phenomenon before. Damage report, Lieutenant Manura. Honey, I'd say we've taken a shellacking out here. Bridge to engineering. It's not here, Captain. What's not there, Snotty? I said snot here, Captain. Snotty, give me full power. Get us out of here fast. Oh, I cannot do it. The toilets are bumped up into the warp drive mechanism. It'll take time to make repairs. Hmm, fascinating. What, Mr. Schlock? Uh, the program's almost over, and you haven't yet found an alien to fall in love with. Recommendation? I'd suggest we beam down to the planet's surface and hang out, Captain. Logical, Mr. Schlock. Perfectly logical. Mr. Lulu, you've got the con. Thank you, Captain Jack. Into the elevator, Mr. Schlock. Elevator, transporter room. I'm fine. How are you? Elevator, I said transporter room. I'm fine. How are you? No, forget I'm it. Fine. Elevator to engineering. Beam us down from here, Snotty. Aye, aye, Captain. You're locked on coordinates now. Energize, Mr. Snot. Remarkable. What do you make of it, Mr. Schlock? There is no record of any such civilization as this on the planet Schwartz, Capitan. Look, Schlock, here comes a car, and feast your Vulcan squinties on that driver. Far out, Captain Jerk. Oh, looks like the Starfleet's in. Want a lift, sailor? As a matter of fact, I do. Well, I'll say goodbye here, Schlock. Now you'll have what you've always wanted, command of the booby prize. And you'll have what you always wanted, Jimbo. And what is that, Mr. Schlock? A bleach blonde in red convertible on planet Schwartz. (laughs) Right on, Schlock. Say bye-bye to Starfleet Command for me, and I'll see you on Hollywood Squares. Bye-bye, Jim. Say, Space Fox, what's your sign? Oh, danger. I thought he'd never leave. Schlock to booby prize. Snot here, Mr. Schlock. What's not there, Lieutenant Snot? I said snot here, Mr. Schlock. That's Captain Schlock. I? And make it one to beam up. Here's one of those songs that actually holds pretty true to form. It did back in the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, and right now, 
pretty much the same. Dick Feller, the credit card song, and Larry Grochi, junk food junkie. Well, I guess this story must begin that fateful day way back when I decided I should have a credit card. So I filled out this application, listed all my recommendations, sent it off in the mail, and then a month or so the mailman brought me my brand new charge-all card. Better than checks, safer than money, and not near as dirty. Well, it laid around for a couple of days, till finally I thought, what the hey, why not see if this thing will really work? So I went down to my favorite store, picked out three or four shirts or more, a pair of pants and striped and tie, and the man came by and said, yes, sir, cash or charge. I said, just put it on my credit card. Write that dude up. Oh, convenient. Now I put that card away in a drawer, and I never charge one dollar more. Then one day in the mail, I got this bill. Typed on a card all full of holes that said do not staple, bend, or fold was the astronomical figure of $3,200.42 when there's been a mistake. So I got on the phone, hello, hello. I got Mr. Black and Mr. Brown and then I got the runaround till finally Mr. Green came on the line. I said, sir, this may be hard to take, but your computer has made a mistake. It says I owe more money than I've ever seen. And he said, people like you make mistakes. Computers do not lie. Send us the bread. PDQ. Well, now this has just about done me in, so I grabbed that computer card again. The one with all those holes punched out so nice. And I threw it on the floor and I stomped it twice And I whipped out my pocket knife and punched out a few new holes But there hadn't been no holes before Then I bent a double Stapled it across the end Drove my car over it Stick that up your computer I sent it back in and never heard no more Till one day the mailman came to the door With a special delivery from the charge-all place Inside was a note from Mr. Green, said we run your card through our machine, and it tells us you've overpaid your bill, enclosed as a check payable to you for $9,000. We appreciate your business. Well, I got back on the phone again, called Mr. Green, and he was in, and I said, I think there's something you should know. Then I told him what the computer had done, and I said, just remember, you're the one that told me computers do not lie. Thank you. Organic cooking, I always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural on down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt, white sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. All oh, but night, I take out my strong box that I keep under lock and key. And I take it off to my closet where nobody else can see. 
I open that door so slowly, take a peek up north and south. Then I pull out a hostess Twinkie and I pop it in my mouth. Yeah, in the daytime I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night I'm a junk food chunky. Good Lord, have pity on me. Well, at lunchtime you can always find me at the Whole Earth Vitamin Bar, just sucking on my plain white yogurt from a hand-thrown pottery jar, and sipping a little hand-pressed cider with a carrot stick for dessert. And wiping my face in a natural way on the sleeve of my peasant shirt. Oh yeah. Ah, but when that clock strikes midnight and I'm all by myself, I work at combination on my secret hideaway shelf, and I pull out some Fritos corn chips, Dr Pepper, and an old moon pie. Then I sit back in glorious expectation of a genuine junk food high. Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. Oh, but at night I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. All right. My friends down at the commune, they think I'm pretty neat. Oh, I don't know nothing about arts and crafts, but I give them all something to eat. I'm a friend to old Yule Gibbons, and I only eat homegrown spice. I got a John Keats autographed Grecian urn filled up with my brown rice. Yes, I do. Oh, folks, but lately I have been spotted with a Big Mac on my breath, stumbling into a Colonel Sanders with a face as white as death. I'm afraid someday they'll find me just stretched out on my bed with a handful of Pringles potato chips and a ding dong by my head. And the big time I miss the answer, just the healthy as I can be. But at night I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. This song, really, if you get down to it, is probably one of the weirdest and grossest songs you could ever hear. But only if you really pay attention to the words. And for guys like me, back in the day, I never paid attention to words. Now I do. Jimmy Cross, I Want My Baby Back, has nothing to do with ribs. I remember we were cruising home from a Beatles concert. I'd had such a wonderful evening sitting there watching my baby screaming and tearing her hair out and carrying on. She was so full of life then. Well, we were about three miles from home when all of a sudden it started to rain. And I do mean rain. I couldn't hardly see nothing. Well, we kept driving for about another mile when all of a sudden I see this stalled car right smack in front of me. Well, I wasn't about to slam on the brakes because it didn't have none to start with. 
So I swerve to the left, and what do I see? Some mush head on a motorcycle heading right at us. And I knew at last, me and my baby were about to meet the leader of the... Pack. Well, when I come to, I looked around, and there was the leader, and there was the pack, and over there was my baby, and over there was my baby, and way over there was my baby. I want my baby back. It's been many months now since that fateful night And you know something I've tried Believe me, I have tried But I just can't make it without my baby So, I've decided I'm gonna have her back one way or another Oh baby, I dig you so much <laughs> Hot dang pay dirt Shouldn't be our total loss. Eat, darling, eat. Nashville cats. 
The Loving Cohen's Nashville Cats. One of the cutest songs of the 1950s was this one by Betty Johnson, appeared just about every couple of months on the old Dick Clark Saturday Night Show. He had a little attachment to Betty. It's uh, the Little Blue Man. Think that morning when I was out shopping Though you'll find it hard to believe A little blue man came out of the crowd And timidly tugged at my sleeve I love you, I love you Said the little blue man I love you, I love you to bits I love you He loved me, said the little blue man And scared me right out of my wits I hurried back to my apartment I rushed in and I closed the door But there on the desk stood the little blue man Who started to tell me once more I love you, I love you Said the little blue man I love you, I love you too I love you. He loved me, said the little blue man, and scared me right out of my wits. For weeks after that, I was haunted, though no one could see him but me. Right by my side was the little blue man, wherever I happened to be. I love you. One evening in wild desperation I rushed to a rooftop in town And over the side pushed the little blue man Who sang to me all the way down I love you, I love you Said the little blue man I love you, I love you to bits I love you He loved me, said the little Scared me right out of my wits I whispered, thank goodness that's over I smiled as I hurried outside But there on the street stood the little blue man Who said with a tear in his eye I don't love you anymore Here's two from the fertile yet demented mind of the great Roger Miller. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. But you can be happy if you've mine too. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. 
Can't take a shower in a parakeet cage Can't take a shower in a parakeet cage But you can be happy if you've a mind to All you gotta do is put your mind to it Knuckle down, buckle down, do it, do it, do it Well, you can't go swimming in a baseball pool You can't go swimming in a baseball pool You can't go swimming in a baseball pool But you can be happy if you've a mind to Ball Chicken ain't chicken till it's licking good fried Keep on a sunny side My uncle used to love me but she died Hamburger, cup of coffee, lettuce and tomato Two times a dime to see a man kiss the alligator One more time around free on the Ferris wheel ride My uncle used to love me but she died My uncle used to love me but she died A chicken ain't chicken till it's licking good fried Keep on a sunny side My uncle used to love me but she died Apples are for eating and snakes are for hissing I've heard about a hugging and I've heard about kissing I read about it free in a 50 cent illustrated guide My uncle used to love me but she died My uncle used to love me but she died A chicken ain't chicken till it's licking good fried Keep on the sunny side My uncle used to love me but she died Well my uncle used to love me but she died A chicken ain't chicken till it's licking good fried I found this lurking. It is nothing. It certainly isn't 50s, 60s, or 70s. But I kind of had to bring it out because it it has some relevance to uh, the elections going on. <laughs> Whether you are a Republican or Democrat, it doesn't make any difference. This song was written about Bill Clinton. And since Hillary is trying to get the presidency, I won't say any more on that. Uh, this uh, song is kind of interesting, cute, and kind of silly. Uh, so I thought I'd play it for you, even though it's not considered oldies. Although, after all, 
1980s? Yeah, well, you know. But it's kind of cute, so I'll do it anyway. It's called Do the Clinton. Well, come on, everybody. Get ahead into the spin. Now that he's been in for however long it's been. Grin a good old grin, tuck in your second chin. And everybody do the Clinton. Come on and slide over to the middle. Over to the middle. Straighten up and step light. Up and step light. Lean it to the left a little. To the left a little. Now lean a lot to the right. Lot to the Come right. on and take a definite position. Definite position. Now do a total turnabout. Total turnabout. Shake your finger at the media. See how good they'll be to you. Everybody do the Clinton. Everybody, learn another new step. Walk the party line, but be sure to watch where you step. Keep up with a two-step. Walking rich does the goose step. Everybody do the Clinton. Come on and slide over to the middle. Over to the middle. Straighten up and step line. Up and step line. Lean it to the left a little. To the left a little. Now lean a lot to the right. Everybody happy. Everybody happy. Now let the other guy lead. Other guy lead. Try appearing Jeffersonian. Bring another crony in. Everybody do the Clinton. Now step up. Grandstand. Back down. It was harder than you planned. Do lunch with Streisand. Chuck and Jive. Now jam with the band. And step light. Lean it to the left a little. To the left a little. Now lean a lot to the right. Diplomatic sidestep. Stomp on the nominee. On the refugee. Start to feel a little ill at ease with your own abilities. Everybody do the Clinton. Now do the old administrative shuffle. Your latest flop. Now hang in there and try to keep on trucking. Take it one step at a time. Do just like your mama said. Make good on your promises. Everybody do the Clinton. Do just like your mama says. Make good on your promises. Everybody do the Clinton. Well, he either will or he won't. It's up to Hillary. Everybody do the Clinton. Do the Clinton. Come on and do the Clinton. Uh-huh. Do the Clinton. Come on and do the Clinton. Everybody. Do the Clinton. Come on and do the Clinton. Do the Clinton. Come on and do the Clinton. No, I mean everybody. Do the Clinton. Come on and do the Clinton. You in the car. You do. Come on and do the Clinton. You're looking good now. Do the Clinton, come on and do 
You know, it's interesting how so many of the uh, people that have been Elvis fans over the years have really never seen the guy. That's kind of interesting because, you know, I mean, the, 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 the 50s, 60s, 70s, in a lot of people I know, even people that actually impersonate Elvis only have seen him on television or videos, but they never saw him live. Of course, I saw him live in the 50s. I saw him live in the 70s, because he didn't do much in the 60s live except those silly films. But I found this, and it's something that Elvis never did in a performance. He, it was, it was interesting to me, and the reason I never liked Elvis in concert was because it was too pat. It was down to, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, you're a wonderful audience. Everything was paced, and he was out of off the stage within one hour of taking it. So you had a big build-up, then you had Jackie Kahana, Elvis's favorite comedian, who was on for 20, 25 minutes, boring the whole audience to death. Then Elvis came on and did the same show all the time. A year later, they changed the show around a little bit, but still, there was no uh, real play from Elvis. He never varied from his script. I don't know why, but it was. He even had uh, the same lines and the same little jokes, like with, uh, are you lonesome tonight? He says, I'd stand in there without any hair. Or Always the same thing. Well, I found a little piece that he had put on a live performance with Hound Dog, and I was kind of amazed. I mean, look, I don't want to say he'd been drinking, and I don't want to say he was on any substance. But after listening to this, I think you'll see that this is not the Elvis that anybody who has seen him perform live would think of. Elvis and uh, a very strange introduction to Hound Dog. When I tried to uh, think of a special song for tonight, you know, a message song, something to really say something. Uh, this is what I came up with. I sniveled and, you know, I, was, I looked a square in the eye because it's all she had was one big square eye, man. <laughs> I said, baby. She said, <laughs> she was a little weird too, you know. She she had a guitar on. We're both going. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I said, uh, baby. She said, deeper, deeper. I said, baby, baby. They're going to come get me, man. I know it. They're going to take me away for another nine years. I... <laughs> so uh, I got up very close to her, you know, right up in her face. And she fell off the stool. And... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh. So uh, <laughs> I watched the sweat fall on the floor for a while, you know. And I got right up into her face and I said, "Baby, baby." <laughs> so she thought I was a frog. She left, you know. <laughs> 
So I was sitting there by myself looking at the floor <laughs> and laughing like a fool, you know. People going by, so look at that freak leaning over there laughing, man. So uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, I got up very close to her and I said, uh, baby. <laughs> she said, what? <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy, man. I said, uh, I sniggered. She got mad and left again, you know. <clears throat> I said, uh, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. You're all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. You're crying all the time. Well, you ain't never gonna have it. You ain't no prince. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Elizabeth Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. And when the job was nicely done, she gave her father 41. Yesterday in Old Fall River, Mr. Andrew Borden died And he got his daughter Lizzie on a charge of homicide Some folks say she didn't do it, and others say of course she did But they all agree Miss Lizzie B. was a problem kind of kid Cause you can't chop your papa up in Massachusetts Not even if his plan is a surprise A surprise! So you can't chop your papa up in Massachusetts You know how neighbors love to criticize gone to take a snooze and I hope he went to heaven cause he wasn't wearing shoes. Lizzie kinda rearranged him with a hatchet so they say. Then she got her mother in that same old fashioned way. But you can't chop your mama up in Massachusetts. Not even if you're tired of her cuisine. Her cuisine. No, you can't chop your mama up in Massachusetts. They know it's almost sure to cause a scene. Well, they really kept her hopping on that busy afternoon With both down and upstairs chopping while she hung the ragtime tune They really made her hustle and when all was said and done She removed her mother's bustle when she wasn't wearing one Oh, you can't chop your mama up in Massachusetts And then blame all the damage on the mice No, you can't chop your mama up in Massachusetts That kind of thing just isn't very nice now, it wasn't done for pleasure, and it wasn't done for spite, and it wasn't done because the lady wasn't very bright. She'd always done the slightest thing that mom and papa bid, they said. Lizzie, cut it out. So that's exactly what she did. And then just rest and go out for a walk. For a walk. 
know you can't shop your papa a bit. Massachusetts, Massachusetts is a far cry from New York. No, you can't shop your papa a bit. Massachusetts. Shut the door and lock and latch it. Here comes Lizzie with a brand new hatchet. You can't shop your papa a bit. Massachusetts. Such a snob, I've heard it said. She met her pa and cut him dead. You can't shop your papa a bit. Massachusetts. Jump like a porpoise, all join hands and hand his heart by pants up here on the bench. Massachusetts, Massachusetts is a fine ride from New York. Here's another one of those songs that uh, probably we couldn't get away with today. I don't know. <laughs> kind of interesting. It's an it's an old favorite, big hit. Jim Stafford, my girl, Bill. Bill walked me to my door last night, and he said, "Before I go, there's something about our love affair that I have a right to know." I said, let's not stand out here like this. What would the neighbors think? Why don't we just step inside and I'll fix us both a drink? My girl Bill, my my girl Bill, can't say enough about the way I feel about. William's hands were shaking as he took his glass of wine, and I could see we both felt the same. And when his eyes met mine, I said, "Who we love, why we love, it's hard to understand. So let's just sit here on the couch and face this man to man." You know we just left her place And we both know what she said She doesn't want to see your face And she wishes you were dead Now I know we both love her And I guess we always will But you're gonna have to find another Cause she's my girl, Bill
I picked out so many songs to do now. I really don't know which ones as we're running out of time. So I'm, I guess I'm going to do right now uh, Tom Lehrer and the Vatican Rag. Another big news story of the year concerned the ecumenical council in Rome known as Vatican II. <laughs> Among the things they did in an attempt to make the church more commercial was to introduce the vernacular into portions of the Mass to replace Latin and to widen somewhat the range of music permissible in the liturgy. But I feel that if they really want to sell the product in, uh, in this secular age, what they ought to do is to redo some of the liturgical music in popular song forms. I have a modest example here. It's called The Vatican Rag. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Do whatever steps you want if you have cleared them with the pontiff. Everybody say his own, Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican rag. Processional, step into that small confessional. They're the guy who's got religion. I'll tell you if your sin's original. If it is, try playing it safer. Drink the wine and chew the wafer. Two, four, six, eight. Time to transubstantiate. So get down upon your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Make a cross on your abdomen when in Rome, do like a Roman. Ave Maria. Gee, it's good to see you getting ecstatic and sort of dramatic and doing the Vatican It's a subject on which I get chatty But the worst one it seems haunting all of my dreams Was the cockroach that ate Cincinnati I've seen ghouls and hobgoblins and witches And some moth-eaten werewolves with fangs There were creatures that chattered And others that clattered And Japanese monsters with fangs Frankenstein gives me the shakes And caught Dracula driving me batty But they're not on a par with the worst one by far The cockroach that ate Cincinnati Oh, he must have needed a seltzer It's amazing how much he got down 
lunch he'd just chew a suburb or two And for dinner he ate the whole town Willard just sent me out laughing I thought Ben looked a little bit ratty Watch, watch, sorry about that But they're not half as bad as the worst scare I've had The cockroach said ain't Cincinnati Oh, my heart nearly stopped, you will never be taught The cockroach said ain't Cincinnati That's dumb. Doodles Weaver and Spike Jones and his orchestra doing that one. This next one, the theme song for 90 million American men across the country. The Mark IV. Wipe your feet off, goodness sake, don't slam the door Fix the socket, dry the dishes, can't you do a single chore Hang a picture, set the table, don't drop ashes on the floor Heat the bottle, change the baby, you don't love me anymore He don't love her anymore There he goes right out the door He'll be back about half past ten And then she'll start riding again Shade up, wash the windows, wipe the handprints off the door Change the light bulb, scrub the bathtub, pick the toys up from the floor Tape the lamp board, make some coffee, burn the garbage, oil the door Get the kids and call my mother, you don't love me anymore Although Ray Stevens' performances began and his good recording started in the mid-1960s, he didn't become a superstar until the 1970s. But his music was always so funny that when we got a chance to play a little, we did. This one, one of his best. Millions selling. It's me again, Margaret. Ray Stevens. was a feller named Willard McBain And he only had just one thought on his brain Every evening about midnight he'd slip off alone And call the same lady on the pay telephone It's me again, Margaret Hello, this is Margaret you don't know me, Margaret, but I know you. 
Well, this upset the lady Gave her the blues So she called up the police Said, what shall I do? Well, the chief of detectives Came around to her home And eavesdropped upon them On her upstairs phone It's me again, Margaret <laughs> Hello, it's just Margaret <laughs> I know it's you, Margaret <laughs> Are you naked? <laughs> Well, he called up Mall Bell, traced him on down To a funky old phone booth on the outskirts of town It was there that the vice squad with their field glasses red The lips of that amorous man, as he said It's me again, Margaret Hello, it's this Margaret <laughs> I know it's you, Margaret <laughs> Wanna hear me bark like Red 1010? <laughs> well, they cuffed him and dragged him to the station downtown And they allowed him one phone call before the jailers came round He wet his chat lips, cleared his young throat And then he dialed the telephone, softly he spoke Sometimes, you know, uh, I have some good friends that I uh, spend a lot of time with at the YMCA over in uh, Winter Park. And it, it was interesting. I don't know why we got on the subject of Elvis and a song that I remember, which was recorded by Rick Dees, the same guy who, of course, is big on WGN. He, he has been their announcer forever, and I guess he loves it. He, but back in the 60s, Rick Dees was a performer of kind of strange music. He had a semi-big hit called Disco Duck, if you might remember. But this one is a little bit later on. This comes when he, I guess, was making a little bit of a joke about the weight gain 
of one Elvis Aaron Presley. And although it's kind of sad when you look at it now, um, in that, in the days of, you know, 1971, 1972, uh, he was fair game. This is Rick D's Jelly Donut. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you very much. This is Pelvis. A song we're recording live here in my house in Wasteland here in Memphis, Jelly donut, I won't be a jelly donut. A jelly donut. Oh, what a. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Elvis, this is the telephone company. I have your bill here. When can we expect payment, buddy? You're from the telephone company? I'm supposed to be recording my song live here. Put, put the bill over there on the table. Put it on the table. Put the bill over there. Thank you, I gotta record my song here. Jelly Donuts. Oh, uh, I'm a. Put the bill. Hold on a second. What do you want? Come on, come on, my song. Hold on now. I'm Priscilla's uh, lawyer you know here from Ketchum and uh, Cheatham uh, Attorneys. Uh, uh, You're about three months back uh, due uh, uh, in your alimony payments. Uh, uh, now, when can we expect payment here, buddy? I'm understand. I, I know karate, judo, and 12 other Japanese words. I'm going to... I can smell them donuts coming from the kitchen. Oh, uh, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, I got to have me a jelly donut. Give me some of them donuts. Here, Pelvis, we trying to record a song here at your house. Get away from him, jelly donuts. Watch out, he's gonna pop. And we're almost at the end of the show, and I, I, I have to tell you, I have uh, eight songs left to play, and I have to choose one to finish off the show. And I don't know whether I should do Al Weird Al Yankovic's first song or one of the other songs I have here, Loud and Rain White. Can't say that. Dead Skunk in the Middle of the Road. I just don't know what to play. I'm just going to have to figure out which one will take me to the very end. Oh, well. So, for everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, have a very happy April Fools. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. That is 
A wrap, I think. Take care of yourselves, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night. Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila Oh, the day they met Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila no one will forget Harvey's a CPA he works for IBM He went to MIT and got his Ph.D. (laughs) Sheila's a girl I know at BBDNO. She works the PBX and makes out the checks. Then came one great day when Harvey took the elevator Sheila got into floors later Soon they both felt they were falling Everyone heard Sheila calling Ring the bell, but they fell Harve and Sheila fell in love Harvey and Sheila Harvey And Sheila Harvey And Sheila chose a wedding ring Harvey And Sheila Harvey And Sheila Harvey And Sheila married in the spring She shopped at A&P He bought a used MG They sat and watched TV On their RCA Borrowed from HFC Bought some AT&T And on election day Worked for JFK Then they went and got a Charger plate from R.H. Macy Bought a lay at Pink and Lacy Then they had twin baby girls Both with dimples, both with curls One named B, one named K Soon they joined the PTA. (laughs) Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila moved to West L.A. Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila Harvey and Sheila flew T.W.A. They bought a house one day financed by FHA It had a swimming pool full of H2O Traded their used MG for a new XKE Switched to the GOP, that's the way things go Oh, that Harvey, he was really smart He used his noodle, Sheila bought a white French poodle Went to Europe with a visa, Harvey's rich They say that he's a VIP This could be only in the USA.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.